Good afternoon. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus, and welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, Pastor Pace continued teaching the truth about the love of God. Today, he will continue this lesson by teaching us about tough love, so stay tuned. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. For more information about us, you can go to our website, gtacdallas.com. And now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. I welcome you again to the Word of Truth broadcast. We certainly thank you for tuning in uh, for our broadcast again, and here we are in a new year, 2022, and we certainly hope and pray that God's blessings are with you, amen, and that you are being safe. We thank the Lord for His goodness, His mercy, His grace. Certainly God is a good God, and He's good all the time, amen. Well, I have been talking about the love of God and uh, in the previous broadcast, and I want to continue that here today. And my scripture text is found in 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And we've been talking about the love of God and how that God is love. And he showed his love by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die for the sins of the world. Amen. And that uh, Jesus Christ gave his life when he did not have to give his life because he lived a sinless life. But yet, rather than ruling as king on earth in his flesh, he went ahead to the cross and died and gave his life that we could have eternal life. And then we talked about how that um, the love of God is, is spread abroad in our hearts by the Spirit that's given unto us, and that how much that He, Jesus, God loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son. And this, this love of the world is not that He loves worldliness, but He loves the people of the world. And for us to love God, we cannot love the world. And you see the difference, we, we talked about the difference last week about how that the reason why people do un, don't understand the love of God is because they, they confuse it with, with lust. Amen. The reason why people can't understand the love of God is because they don't know the difference between love and lust. And John wrote, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And you see, man's lust, he mistakens that for love. But you see, God's love is a love that gives. God's love is a love that doesn't think about itself but it loves God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and love our neighbor as ourself. And we talked about how that the difference between God's love and man's love is that God's love reaches out 
Man's love lusts, which is lust, wants to receive in. What can be done for me? Let me fulfill the lust of my flesh and my desires. And so we feel, man feels as though that if God really loves us, then God will let us fulfill our lusts. Let us have our way. Let us do what we want to do. And don't stand in the way. But no, love, the love of God, is that our love extends to God in saying, God, what do you want us to do for you? And what should we do for our neighbor? Amen. That's the love of God. Amen. The lust that we have in this flesh, we've got to crucify that lust. Or else we will love ourselves too much. Amen. Paul said it that in the last days, perilous times shall come for, for the first, the first thing about the perilous times in the last days is that men shall be lovers of their own self. Amen. And that's lust. When you love yourself too much, then all you think about is yourself, your desires, pleasing yourself. And those that please themselves cannot please God. That's not the love of God. That's the lust of the flesh. That's a love for self. And so, so we must love God and love our neighbor as ourself. Now, the reason why a lot of people don't understand the love of God is because they look at all the suffering going on, all the children suffering, hunk, starving, amen, all the disasters that happen in the world. And many people say, how can God be a God of love with, you know, so many innocent people dying and so many uh, disasters that are happening in the world and so on? Well, that's just nature, amen, and People are suffering because of sin. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So sin is going to cause trouble. God hates sin. Sin is transgression against the commandments of God. And sin is what is causing the problems in the world, not God. God's not going to overlook our sin and love us in our sin, no, he commands that we repent of our sin and turn away from our sin and get rid of our sin. Amen. And, and then when we come into the love of God, we have to understand that God is like a parent. He's a, he's a father. Amen. And this is, a, and this is a, a, a part of the love of God that a lot of people don't understand. Amen. But Hebrews 12 and 6 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Proverbs 3 and 12 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. And then Revelation 3, 19, Jesus said, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be, be zealous, therefore, and repent. This is the love of God that most people do not understand. Even many saints in church don't understand this type of love. It seems like many saints in church do not have a clear understanding of God's love of chastening, correcting, and rebuking. We're not perfect. If we sin or do wrong, it needs to be corrected so we can be saved. True love does not accept you as you are. It corrects you, instructs you, and helps you to become what you ought to be in Christ. Amen. 
People, people say, come as you are. Yes, you can come as you are, but you can't stay as you are. We've got to become new creatures in Christ. We've got to now live by the word of God. Amen. So true love does not accept you as you are. It corrects you. Amen. Instructs you and helps you. That's why God gives us the ministry to preach, teach, reprove, rebuke, correct, and instruct, instruct with all long suffering and doctrine, instructing in righteousness. Amen. I don't have real love for you if I don't reprove you, rebuke you, correct you, and instruct you as a pastor. But at the same time, I also encourage you and commend you. This is God's love. If the saints have a problem understanding this type of God's love, how much more the people of the world cannot understand this type of love? The true love of God must tell them they're going to be lost in their sin. Amen. They're going to be lost in their sin of fornication, adultery, homosexuality, lesbianism, drugs, drunkenness, lying, stealing, partying, clubbing. Amen. Once they accept that they are a sinner, and are only loving themselves, and they need help for salvation, then they turn to God and begin to see his beautiful love. Amen. His love can deliver. His love can set them free and give them a life of contentment, peace, love, joy, and happiness in the midst of all their heartache and pain. His love can give them eternal life and their soul to live forever with him in heaven. The love of God super exceeds any kind of love that people think they're getting from their family, their friends of the world. Amen. You see, real love can only come from God because God is love. Amen. And we got to understand that when you come into the kingdom of God, he is now a father to you. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord of hosts. Touch not the unclean thing, and then I will be a father to you. You shall be my sons, and ye shall be my daughters. Amen. And so whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth as a father, scourgeth his children. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we've got to be reproved and rebuked, instructed in the ways of righteousness. And there are many people that can't handle that today. Amen. And we look at our children that are growing up and, 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 and at such a young age, they're knowing about so many things that they ought not to know about. Amen. Praise the Lord. Being so young as they are. Amen. Because parents are not correcting, not chastening their children, not raising them and training them up in the right way. Amen. And, and, and parents are not doing that to their children because many parents today that go to church won't allow the pastor to reprove them, rebuke them, instruct them in the ways of righteousness. Amen. That's God's love. That's God's love. Hallelujah. We can't live like we want to live and say we're saved. God's grace does not just cover your sin. No. Paul says, shall we sin that God's grace may abound? God forbid. Amen. Sin cannot enter there. Praise God. The Bible says, he that sinneth is of the devil. Praise the Lord. We can't live a life of sin and expect to be saved. No. We got to repent and turn away from sin. 
And so whenever we do wrong, we need correction. Whenever we do wrong, we need reproof. We need, re- we need to be rebuked. That's love. That's love. Hallelujah. To correct us in the ways of righteousness so we can have eternal life. Eternal life is the ultimate. We've got to make heaven our home. Amen. We haven't made it yet. It's not a once saved, always saved doctrine. That's that's false. That's a false doctrine. That's a false teaching. No, no, no. He that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. If you keep in memory the things that I preached unto you, Paul said, hallelujah, unless you have believed in vain. Amen. Jesus told one church in Revelation that if they don't repent and do right, he's going to blot their name out of the book of life. Amen. Praise God. You got to continue in his word to be his disciples indeed. And then to do that, you need preaching and teaching that corrects you, instructs you, reproves you, and rebukes you. Amen. God chastises those that he loves. This is the love of God. Hallelujah. And many people do not understand this. Well, my time is about up again. I'm going to finish this up next week. God bless you. I'm Pastor Pace. Thank you, Pastor Pace. We must learn to take correction from a true source of love. Rather than sweep your sin and shortcomings under the rug, true love will want to make you better and stronger. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you're listening and want more information, or if you would like a personal Bible study, just give us a call. Our phone number is 214-391-0017. We would really love to hear from you. And God is doing great things at Grace and Truth Apostolic Church. You're invited to join us at one of our services. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas, Texas. You can go to our website, gtacdallas.com, for service times and more information. Also there, you'll be able to listen to an archive of messages, as well as past episodes from the Word of Truth broadcast. And we pray that you and your family stay safe and healthy this new year. On behalf of Pastor Joel Payson, Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.